the I Refuse podcast. After dark. Welcome back, everybody. It's Mr. Fox of the I Refuse podcast. After dark. It's so great to see the analytics and the feedback and see that people are listening to this spinoff of the I Refuse podcast. We're over here. I just like to lament, reminisce, what have you, on moments in my youth when I was just a baby gay just trying to figure shit out. I had moved away from home on my own by way of the military when I was 17 years old. And I didn't come out until, unfortunately, it was during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. It wasn't unfortunate for me because I think that only enhanced opportunities, even though I was, like, in bumfuck Texas. But unfortunate because other people during that time were not so lucky. Um, So I felt the need to give a voice to not only to talk about the adventures that I've had, but as an effort to connect with other people explain and walk people through like pitfalls and mistakes and things I can look back now on you know as in laughter and even sometimes I look back and I'm like what the fuck were you thinking what the fuck were you thinking like that first episode that I posted um Howard Howard Hughes thy bussy uh, that was, that experience, although it was exciting and thrilling, I was also living on the edge. Um, imagine not being out, and because you're not out, because you're not allowed to, and you're in the middle of nowhere, meaning, which means, you know, people know people. And when... You are part of the armed forces and you are stationed at a military base. Nine times out of ten, that base fuels the economy. If the town's like really small, if it's not like a college town, if the population is very local, that over 90% of the people that live there are military. So... You, you want to talk about download, like, waiting until, like, after 10 to kind of dip off base and get your back blown out. Waiting until, you know, there are not a lot of people. And for, you know, the, the person on the other end, it's like, they've worked, they want to get in some butt, you know, late at night. And, you know, this is back during a time when there were men around. These are men. We can go roughly an hour and a half. So in my life, the standard has been set. And whether you want to believe it or not, I think a lot of us strive for, you know, a replication of that same standard where it's like, 
we don't want to we don't want to verbalize that but deep down we really are striving for like the next decade of our life trying to meet that same standard we tend to measure people against that standard so for me it was like wow you know this cliff parker look alike did pretty well and that went on for about a few months but once i got spooked in the gay.com room that's the other thing i wasn't living off base i wasn't living off base i was living in the dormitories minding my business but on the internet not thinking you know the wires could be bugged not thinking all the all the data that is pulled in and and out from your computer to get to the internet and everything that you communicate through your computer going through some kind of server or some some kind of device that can be tracked i mean i was thinking maybe this is some jack ryan level type shit so there i was just not giving a damn NK.com after the telephone line thing didn't work. Because again, it's like you want the thrill again, but you can't just walk up to people back back in that day, back in those days, um, as a service member and say, hey, let's fool around. So, living, living boldly, like, and even though I know in reality I don't have shit to go back to at home, like, I'm chasing the thrill. Like, I want to, you know, get that thrill again. So, you know, once you've had a guy when you're, like, 18, 19 years old, that sets the the precedence for the rest of your life. Like, I want, I'm into men. And enter into me and there's no issue there's no competition there's no backstabbing backbiting you know none of the shit that's going on these days uh where people just want to be the only ones and it's like it's not a problem if until they make it seem like you're a threat but back then not that not that big of a deal. So imagine like the last two or three years of my enlistment, I didn't do a career. There were some some people that were just like, This is gonna be all I'm about. It's twenty four seven, baby. I'm like, No, it's nine to five. Like, please. Nine to five, as soon as it reads four thirty on the clock, you you're not seeing me until the following day. And if it's a Friday, you're not seeing me or hearing from me until that following Monday. So, it's, uh, looking back during those, uh, those formative years, from the age of 18 until about the age of 22, that definitely set the tone for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I was still doing the 
the chat thing for a little bit. I was still doing that actually for a couple of years. And so I realized this shit's dead. This shit's dry. And, you know, I came home in 2004 back to Maryland, kind of just figuring stuff out in temporary mode where I stayed. I was like, eh, it's a place to, to sleep. No big deal. And getting into like the nightclub scene, which in Baltimore still that's still not the case. Um, you have a couple of bars, but it's just full of so much ego and attitude at this point. It's like, do you have any awareness? Do you do you have any awareness at this point? But anyway, the getting home and stepping back into Baltimore out. You know, I left as a teenager, came back as an out man. It's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this, see what this is all about. Went into my next to another man. And I was like, I like this. Uh, okay. Alright. Not a whole lot going on. Just kinda focused kinda traveling around the city figuring out other clubs and other bars and stuff didn't came back without a car well no I, I you know what I did no I came back without a car left my car in Texas went back and got it at some point and that car lasted me it was my very first car lasted me until about 2005 2005 which at that point thank God I was living I was out of my mom's face because she was getting on my damn nerves but you know the summer I came back those first six months you know my intuition was starting to kick in was like yeah um this is some bullshit you know kind of linking up with a guy that was unlocking a couple of kink stuff but wasn't really anything to take seriously. You know, I was starting to step into realizing that inconsistency is what gets people by. And it's, you know, you have some some guys out here, and women too, um, can't speak for them, but in my experience, even at the age of 20, 21, you realize that being inconsistent kind of goes hand in hand with being gay almost. It's like, you say one thing, do another. You say you want something, yet you're not present. Um, people want to pretend or excuse or say certain things to make themselves feel better and you're not convinced. And it's like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, you want the world to stop for you, yet you're all about yourself and the shoes on the other foot. I was seeing this guy. I was seeing this guy, I guess, um, but only at the bar. Like, we wouldn't go out, out anywhere. We wouldn't do anything outside of the bar. It was only at the bar. And... It's like, do you not have a different address? Do you not have, like, 
another place that you hang out. Um, needless to say, I was like, yeah, I'm not, um, once I feel like things are not on the up and up and you're not making the effort, peace. And that's a theme that stayed throughout my life to this point. So you start, you, you know, I start to realize that I'm stepping into the trash era where it's like, this, this, this is not, this is not for me. This can't be all there is. Not after I came home from serving my country and starting college and having these goals and ambitions, like this can't be as good as it gets. So at some point I started to move north. I was like, yeah, I just need a change of scenery. I'm kind of over Baltimore at this point. I need to start getting myself in more in a more solid situation. So I moved further north, well, further northwest. Um, lived there for about two years. Got me a cute, it was all right, a cute little um, portrait studio job. Working that, coming home, doing uh, online schooling, which turned out to be a fucking scam. And kind of living in, you know, it's a house, you know, it's a place to lay my head, but it's not anything formidable. You know, I don't have to pay rent. I, you know, come out, do my thing, go back into the room, study, sleep, go to work. Just trying to figure out my next move. And it was, it was nice. Again, temporary still. Temp- and still in the temporary mode. And along the way, I guess I got somewhat of a father figure. And that was nice. Like, I don't, I've never met my biological father. And I think a large part of the reason why I gravitate towards men and men gravitates towards me is um, on some level that is a requirement or that is a nice a nice balance to to me um, that's not an indication that I'm underdeveloped that's not a indication that I am in any ways a lost fawn or a lost sheep or anything. Um, if anything, it's something that is equally beneficial. Um, there's a sense of comfort there. And there's a lot of wisdom there. You know, I, I can definitely speak, and this has always been the case where I can definitely speak and connect better with older people. I mean, not everybody in my age group, give or take five or ten years, is on that same plane where it's like we can both exist in the same space and not make it competitive. Like, it's not a competition. If anything, we should be reflecting each other and not trying to push other people down to feel better about ourselves. So...
Well, that's where I am, and that's where I've always been. Um, but it's not to say that I'm closed off to anybody else, or where I have been. But I will say that while I am going through my experiences, and I get on this podcast, the I Refuse podcast after dark, to speak with you guys about not only the the story times where. I can't even believe I did it. Like, that's actually me in those stories. That I stress uh, the importance of self-preservation and the importance of keeping your mental health and keeping you a priority. Now, having sex and getting fucked and getting your bag blown out, which I've been saying that for years, but it still makes me giggle to this day. That it's not a crutch, you know. It's it's just not a crutch. Um, and try not to, uh, I guess, make it a disease or an addiction, as some people tend to do. Um, there's actually a couple in Baltimore that do that. And it's kind of, it's really sad. It's really sad. Especially when you are members of a privileged demographic. And it's like that because and it's it's evident. You know, a lot of people are not gonna catch it catch it. You know, people that are in the middle of it, that are a part of it, I think intentionally don't catch it. You know, the privilege that comes with You know, whatever you say is believable and credible over somebody else. Even though you're a third party, even though you maybe you feel intimidated or threatened or, you know, how much of that is performative, um, how much of that is sincere, it doesn't matter. You're favored, you're blessed, you're protected, and anybody that doesn't look like you is a problem. So, you don't want to fall... You know, sex is great. Sex is amazing. But sex should not be your identity. And should not be... To to the point where you shapeshift your personality and your persona to make sure you're the only one that gets it. And nobody else does. Even though you already do. Like, imagine being privileged and having everything at your feet and still feel the need to take away from others. You know, as if the the world is not sick enough. I know this episode just took a turn. But I wanted to, at some point, explain the inspiration behind starting this podcast, this spinoff, and doing it this way. Um, there There wasn't much of a rollout. I was like, shit, I got time before season four started. 
which by the way, we just uh, uploaded the first episode of season four of the I Refuse podcast. Go uh, find that, look for that. We talk about some very heavy things. Um, and also, follow and subscribe to Usual Suspects with myself, Mr. Fox, and the Abstract Sagittarius. You can't miss it. Um, to find all three, just type in I Refuse Podcast or I Refuse LLC, and all three should pop up. So, we here, you know, I myself, I just turned 40 back in August, you know, and my approach in life or my thought process in life has changed um, since brain surgery and since turning 40, where it's just like, I want to think of the positive things, you know, sex is positive. Um, having, having lived a life on your own terms and being able to look back and share those experiences on podcast as a means to connect with other people, very positive. And continuing to stay true to yourself and stay in the race, you know, some people will not understand you at first. Um, But don't let that discourage you from being true to who you are and who you know you are. You know, you're not going to be for everybody. And that's fine. I'm not for everybody, but I'm still confident in myself enough to know I like who I am. And you should say that about yourself out there. This is Mr. Fox, the I Refuse podcast the I Refuse podcast after dark and the usual suspects. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you see the I Refuse podcast. We're on eight streaming platforms. Do the search engine like I asked, uh, the I Refuse podcast or I Refuse LLC. And all three podcasts should show up. We also are on YouTube and we're also on Twitter at I Refuse podcast. We have a Gmail. You know, just put at gmail.com after I refuse podcast. And we will catch you guys later. Bye. Hey, this is Mr. Fox of the I Refuse Podcast and the I Refuse Podcast After Dark. Thank you for listening to another exciting episode here on the I Refuse Podcast After Dark. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you see these episodes and you see these shows curated and produced by myself and also stay tuned for our next episode where we discuss and further the theme of self-preservation and the importance of self while also giving you some spicy storytelling along the way be sure to stay tuned for we will have guests on this season and as the show progresses see you guys later bye